Hello and welcome to The Optional Podcast, episode number 155 for the week of March 11th, 2019. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded each week from New York City and bounced around cables and satellites all around the world. It's true. And right into your listening device of choice, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo, and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. We're back, man. We back. One five five. Happy, uh, well, for everyone else, happy belated Mario Day. Yeah. March 10th. I still don't understand it. You just explained it to me, and it, I was just like listening, and it went right out there. So it's M A R one zero. Oh, so for March, March tenth, Mario, Mario. Oh, the March. one is an I. Lead speak. Yeah. Some guy in the Nintendo marketing team was like, "Yo, guys, give him, give him a race." Yeah, give him a fucking because race. that's a waste of fucking resources. It's and great. Time. They, you know how much materials they printed up, <laughs> how many emails, and like how many designers, illustrators were tasked with coming up with like Mario art. Oh man. Think about that for a second. With a one as an I. How many company resources? And then zero as an O. And we still don't have Mother 3. <laughs> <laughs> Just think about that for a bit. What's good, man? Not much, man. Uh, it's been kind of a, a nice week. It's like, I think we're finally getting, I mean, not to make this the weather podcast, but no, for me, it. it's like a thing that I really care about, but it's like we're finally getting out of this weird vortex where it's like finally above freezing, yeah. at least in the Northeast. And I'm just like so excited to wear my headphones again. I was, yeah, I was talking about this the other day. I was like, I, I can feel the spring. Like I smelled the air the other day and I was like, that's different. Yeah. You can it was smell? like, yeah, like yeah. it was like weird. It was like, oh shit. That's, that's how you know. That's different. When you can start smelling things is like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now like the air is warmer. Yeah. So I was on the train yesterday, right? Going to work and the D, someone pulled the brakes on oh, my train. Right? What an asshole. Right in the morning as I'm going to work. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm screwed. So why is was, that even a thing? Why is that even there? Why are they available? They should be like number locked or something. <laughs> exactly. Come on, put a fucking I don't know. Why do you need to pull the? Why would you leave that up to the pedestrians? <laughs> so anyway, I get on the train right, and I had gotten on, and like I realized like everybody's on one end of the train, and that's always a bad side. And it was like so I was like, ooh, seats. Uh, so like I got in, and it was like a homeless man in the corner. Yeah, and he didn't smell or anything, but he just had a bunch of shit, and he was like kind of talking to himself, but not like out loud or anything. So someone pulled the brake, and we're all just like stayed. We were just stopped at the station, and then they're like, you know, people walking through trying to figure it out, and the guy just like just has an outburst, and he's just like fucking trick. Oh, like he's like freaking out, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. Turn down my volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pause my yeah. Music let me see. Quick. Let me grab my bag just in case I got a block or something. <laughs> yeah. So he's still far far away from me. And then uh, we start going, right? And then he calms down again. And then we stop in the middle of a tunnel now. So we can't even, like, get out. Oh, no. And then he's, like, he gets up. He, like, faces the, the seat. He just starts taking a piss. No. And I was, like, no. And I just, like... I saw the stream. I saw oh. the, like I saw the stream, and then I looked, followed the stream, and he was like taking a piss. And then I was like, "Boop!" Made a beeline to the next car, and oh. I was like, "Fuck this shit!" I was like, "New York, New York." Oh, I love man. this place, man. And I was just so frustrated. I was like, "This is some bullshit, man." Yeah, it's like yeah, you get frustrated for so many reasons, right? You like, I just wanted breakfast. Like, <laughs> I got up super early so I can get breakfast. Now I got to go straight to work. Like, oh. this shit's whack. That's terrible, man. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I've, ha- I've had a couple of nightmare commutes this past week too, but like, I think you just get so numb to them after a certain while. You're just like, you do. I haven't, I haven't seen a um a dude God. like take a piss in a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Like, yeah. yeah. Usually, they do it in between the, the cars, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pro tip: <laughs> don't sit in between the cars. Definitely don't do that. Don't do that. 
But uh, yeah, we can just jump right into what we've been playing this week. Right. Um, mine have been a couple of weird-ass choices, uh, and one kind of on the horizon that you might actually be excited about. But um, So the first one, of course, Apex Legends. It's kind of like my go-to game when I come home. I just want to play for like 30 minutes. Just bang out a couple rounds. Jump in, jump out. With Bangalore. I've been, getting, hey. I've been playing a lot more with Bangalore. Bangalore's the best character in the game. Her, Hands down. Her, uh, what's it called? Passive ability. Passive ability is that, the best. What is it called? Like, um, like to get the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> bug out. Yeah, yeah. The bug out. Yo, it's perfect. Like yeah. anytime some shit happens and I'm not ready, I'm just doop, doop. yeah, yeah, you just did. That shit is so like, oh my god, it's it's so like effective. Smoke and, too. Yeah, smoke. Like just like fuck it. I'm, every, everyone's blind. You're just like hiding in the corner. Yeah, you're like, like waiting. Like ah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've been playing a lot more with her. I've been so I've kind of completely stopped playing with Gibraltar just because of uh, the hitbox thing. They're fixing that, right? They're fi- yeah, I think they're gonna like actually like shave it down a mm-hmm. bit but they're also gonna i think boost his abilities a bit which isn't gonna help necessarily with shooting but yeah, you know whatever. it's it's a nice gesture i guess uh but yeah i've been playing a lot more with bangalore lifeline and a little bit with uh bloodhound a blind so yeah bloodhound stuff he's pretty, really uh, pretty useful. useful yeah like the footprint stuff is yeah really cool. like if i'm the third person to pick and there's like a healer and you know bangalore i'm like mm-hmm. all right i'll go bloodhound um but yeah man i got a couple wins this past week and this morning I placed third right before we started recording, uh, and I, I was not on mic, but I like was the kill leader, and like I'm starting nice. to get more comfortable and more yeah. secure. Like I know some of the parts of the map a lot better now, so I know where to hide, where to flank, your go tos. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know where not to go if shit goes down. Like don't go, like you know, try to get the higher ground as much as you can. Uh, you know, just like little things about. And again, I know if my teammates are over there, like let me go flank. Like, unless I'm with them, then I'll back them up. But right. like if I have the opportunity, I'll, oh, I always take the flank opportunity. For sure, that's like some battlefield shit that that, that that game stopped me but uh yeah i just love that game man i don't know i don't know uh i still can't pinpoint why it's so addictive yeah i think it's the jump in jump out mechanic and the fact that you could just restart a game so fast yeah you just like leave the match jump in and it also like we played with suho um i think last was it last week or i think it might have been that i don't remember i don't remember anyway we played with uh suho and like at one point he like revives us twice yeah it was just like th- this game does the thing like it rewards you for kind of sticking with it and yeah. like you know being patient sometimes you know yeah like it, i would have gave up if i was yeah <laughs> so, no so, he's like nah i got it <laughs> no you know what's funny is like i think two nights ago or whatever me and uh, our friend irv out to irv we were playing with a rando mm-hmm. and he jumped out of the ship mad oh, no, quick it was irv that did that was sorry irv? not suho uh, yeah <laughs> give him credit Fuck what credit's due. <laughs> so like me and irv were playing with a rando and I had picked a spot on the map, but he jumped out early. Mm-hmm. So he jumped out like way across the map. So I was like, man, we were like, fuck that guy. That guy's an asshole. And then we both of us got downed and they were like, they left us alive to kind of like, you know, bait the other or the teammate, but he never came. So they just left. They didn't mm-hmm. kill us. They just left. And so me and Irv like crawled our way, like going back to the middle of the map. And he came across and he revived the both of us. And I think we got like second place that That's round. That's amazing. And it was because of his like relentlessness yeah. that we were able to like, you know, survive that long. I so will get to you, sir. Yeah, the the respawn thing is is really interesting, especially considering that we have a story later on about another potential battle royale coming mm-hmm. that like I'm ha- I'm gonna, I might have a hard time not having that sense of like uh if you were to remove the respawn mechanic, mm-hmm. uh I don't know if I would like this game as much cuz it gives you that safety net. Of like I died, but like yo, pick up my. There beacon. is a chance for me to come back and and be effective. You yeah, know, like right. even if I get respawned, I I still have a chance to like even be like a bullet sponge. Right, <laughs> right, be right. The distraction. It's just another like thing. You just have another life. Right, you know? right, right. So. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if they were to, if they were to remove that, 
if I were, I don't know. It just makes me think about that kind of formula and like what works and what if if it gets taken away. If you, I mean, you, de- you definitely raise the stakes in that sense, but like, I don't know if I'd like that. But this, uh, this game's got an ass that won't quit. <laughs> it's true, man. It's true. <laughs> uh, on top of that, actually, last night had a couple people over and yeah. we played some Smash, some Mario Kart Eight, and more importantly, Mario Party, which I haven't played in a minute. And that game is so much fun Fuck because it's like Party, it's such a chaotic clusterfuck. Uh-huh. Because even at the end, like the, the that's the I guess my one major criticism, and I think we talked about it when it first came out. But like my one major criticism criticism about that game is like at the end, kind of doesn't matter what you did throughout the course of the game. They're gonna give out, they're gonna dole out, you know, Points. participation yeah. trophies regardless. So it's like once you kind of embrace that, like the silliness of it all, it it becomes a lot more fun and like oh, uh, you know, it's I a fun game. Serious. It's just yeah. that. Man, it's made to ruin friendships, man. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, that that game is fucking hilarious. Um, and then I played a game earlier this week that I had like no interest in and sort of no, it wasn't on my radar at all. Besides, uh, one of my coworkers at work was like, "Hey, this game is like at the top of the list on Steam, or I think it was on stream, one of the streaming sites, might have been YouTube or Twitch." And uh, it's called Dawn of Man. It's mm-hmm. like a city builder sim, but like during the prehistoric era, and I think you can go up to like the Bronze Age or some shit like that. Oh wow. And uh, it's interesting. It's like any other sim. I haven't played a sim in fucking in decades. Yeah, like I'm that old now. I could say that. Like I, I haven't <laughs> played it since I was like in elementary school or whatever, or even middle school. So for me, it took me a while to like adjust to the meditative process of like, all right, I need to get to B, but One I have to thing at a time. Yeah, I, yeah, something's in the way. Or I have to get A first before I get to B. But in order to get to A, now I have to get another thing. In order to get that thing, I have to go hunt. So it's like a it's like a flow chart of weird things, prerequisite things you have to do. Sorry, are you controlling? So like, break it down. Like, so you start off <clears throat> initially with like a couple tents and a few settlers, and they're like cave people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have to essentially like collect sticks, uh, I think flint, like stones. And then from there, you can start to fish. And then with the fish stuff, then you can start to build, like, drying racks so you can, like, dry out the fish or whatever. Then to make some... It. Yeah, preserve the fish and then, uh, you know, build things to cook with the fish with. And then from there, now you got people eating. All right, you have to build... Now we're attracting more people, build more shelters. From there, okay, now we can start eating animals. So let's make... Um, you know, let's invest in... And then once you start, like, slowly creating things, like little... Uh, uh, what are they called? Little, like... Uh, structures or whatever mm-hmm. you gain these knowledge points and there's like a skill tree of course because it's 2019 right and uh you you can dedicate that skill tree towards like i don't know like science or like religion even like so oh, that cool. way people can like if they're depressed or whatever if people start dying they have some way to look to yeah like so i built a totem pole because everyone was like depressed in my camp i was like, what the hell's going on and then they all went to the totem pole to like mourn and then i made them feel better and i was like whoa that's fucking crazy uh and then once you, and then once you do that you can start to like slowly progress you then you start collecting like wheat and you start making grain and you start making bread and like with the meat for example you start you you, so, you slowly like kill them to make you know to eat but then you can also use their skins you have to build the drawing racks yeah. for the skins and it's so it's like this really like meditative but also really rewarding grind that like you can just spend and there's like thankfully there's like a times four times eight oh speed, yeah of course. so you have yeah, to like have speed to. it up yeah. otherwise it takes forever um so yeah, it's, it's I haven't played one of those games in a while, but like I know you were just talking about like cities, the city skylines, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh wow, I, I could see myself getting into this. But my main thing is like, first of all, it looks it looks kind of poopy. It's like it's a PC game, but it's like it looks good. It doesn't look bad, but it doesn't right. look great. Um, but I do, I kind of would want to play this like not at my desk. I would want to play it on the train or like if I get a chance in between, you know, breaks at work or whatever, just like pop it out, like 
update my shit and then put it away and then you know forget about it uh but yeah, I would have a hard time also keeping up with it at the same time. Yeah, I, I, that was my drop off with yeah. uh, cities because it's like it's all, you have to like kind of be in it. You know, you, you right. forget what you were doing when you come back to it. It's like, damn, what was I working on? I have to like take notes like, or something. Why would I build a road this way? <laughs> yeah, like, what was I just, doing? yeah, what was I doing? It's like, was I high last yeah, night? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Every time I'm like, ugh, <laughs> what, what happened? So like, it just I just like you know slowly weaned off. I do want to you know jump back into it at some point. Yeah, because um, it is like it is meditative. Totally, it's like oh cool. Because once I'm you start creating. to yeah, once you start making progress, it's actually like really gratifying in a way that like yeah sure. <clears throat> winning a round in apex legends is fun but like also starting to see your village grow yeah and see things happen is like fun and when it like when it actually works yeah that's the best part when you're like oh shit i actually understand these systems right that's the, that's a really good feeling like. yeah like the, like the religion thing I, like i mean i i wrote off because i'm i mean yeah spoiler right. alert i'm not a religious person but i was like oh uh in the game i was like that's cool that's a that's a cool mechanic For and sure. i guess it you know kind of teaches you a little bit about you know other things at the same time but um yeah besides that the other game that i kind of sat and watched i actually played like maybe 20 30 minutes of it and i stopped i couldn't do it anymore but uh i did sit and watch heather play uh, left alive on stream what the fuck even so it, it was funny so like i guess what day was this i was on the bus now i was driving so this had to be probably monday or tuesday but my friend ronnie hit me up and he sent like a video from instagram to me he's like what do you think and it was this game i left live yeah left live and i'm like i mean i don't really play phone games but <laughs> oh i was like God. i guess it was, like it looked like one of those you know like yeah. the, the, the 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 uh commercial it looked like a phone game. i was like yeah yeah I was like, it looks pretty cool like for a phone game that like looks a gotcha pretty, game yeah it, it looks pretty good cool. <laughs> i was like i don't play a lot of them i was like I, I guess i would have to do some research on it no man and then i saw uh, like everybody was playing it and i was like what in the world it's a real ass game yeah so i remember it was announced a while ago and, and it didn't really say what it was it was just like here's a cinematic trailer for this game and you're like oh okay so the the other thing about so for those who don't know left alive is a game made by square it's based in the frontline mission universe so the mech game universe and you play so it's it's kind of like ace combat in a way where it's like these fictional it takes place kind of like this adjacent earth like this alternate universe earth where like all the different nations and their different you know corporations corporations and unions and stuff and like different uh you know whatever like uh factions that's what i was trying to say and basically what happens is you start off playing as a character whose country was attacked you were like a mech soldier his mech was destroyed he barely survives and this this invading country is going through killing civilians and soldiers so mm-hmm. it has like this really heavy setting in, in in that sense where like you see witnesses in the I mean, citizen, uh, civilians in the street getting like executed in like at night in in public with guns or whatever and it's really disturbing and it's like has this you know kind of emotional heart thing but it plays like a fucking ps2 game it's its controls are clunky as heck like in order to sprint or run you have to like push the left bumper or l1 and then to sprint you have to push it again to run oh that's weird and like the slide is weird you can slide into cover but it's like a weird sticky slide and like you if you get into any kind of firefight it's kind of a nightmare so it really encourages a more stealthier approach but mm-hmm. once it goes to shit much like in a lot of stealth games you have a hard time coming back from it it has a very and this is like kind of you can say this about any frontline mission game but in this game in particular because you're on foot a lot it has a very like similar vibe or at least ui wise to like a metal gear or whatever it's like a lot of you know in 
world UI where you're looking at stuff, you're, you have to craft, you, you pick up bottles right. and bandages and all the shit and you craft things like Molotov cocktails, whatever, whatever. So it's almost like it? this weird hybrid of like Metal Gear, uh, The Division, and I guess a mech game, you it, know what I mean? It reminded me of a lot of um, Metal Gear Survive. Mm, yeah. Like yeah. Th- that's what it, it was. I was like, oh, they're going for Metal Gear Survive. Right. I was like, that's what they're trying to do. It makes me, it, it like, made me wonder actually. Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> it actually reminded me a lot of that game too, because I was, I was wondering like as a thought experiment, I was like, I'm curious if Metal Gear Survive could have done better if it wasn't what it was. And if it was more something along these lines where mm-hmm. it was like more of a traditional sort of Metal Gear style game where like, sure, it's like a spinoff $30 game, but if it had a tighter story, if you were sort of maybe treading through previous locations kind of like you were in that game honestly but but like i think it, it would have been better if it was like completely removed yeah like if it didn't have that the baggage of metal gear right i think a lot of people more people because like the grind was cool like right right it was it was fine it was like it, it played like metal gear so it was fine it was fine yeah but it's it there is like a cool there's a cool idea here and i think there's like sort of the concept of being literally on the ground yeah. as a soldier, as a foot soldier, and then being able to hop into mech. So that way, whenever you're in a mech, like that stuff seemed pretty solid. It didn't seem extremely exciting. It mm. didn't feel like even like Mech Assault, which came out like years and years ago. I, I know me too. I, I miss Mech Assault. But like, it didn't feel like, like that at all. But there is something cool about being able to see the battle from both sides, from yeah. both heights rather. So like, you see how grand and large these battles are as mechs, but then you also see like fallen mechs in the street. You see like the buildings are obviously take a much different uh approach when right. you're attacking them on foot um but man it's a clunky nightmare of a, of a game to experience but there are some interesting ideas in there that are like kind of worth in some way absorbing i don't know if i'm gonna buy this game i probably won't buy this game yeah. um i might watch someone play parts of it but like i don't know if i'll, that, I'll pay money for it that seems like something i would totally be into watching someone play um, Especially if they were like humorous about it. And yeah, it, was, yeah. it was actually really amazing watching uh, sitting in with Heather and, and watching Heather play because Heather is like super super into like mechs and, uh, and okay. she has some familiarity with the series and stuff. So it was cool getting her perspective on a lot of different things. Yeah. And uh, also the chat was really knowledgeable about mech stuff. So I was sitting in there like as a student, like, like learning, yeah, learning. Like, oh, okay, like, oh cool. that's cool, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. it gives me some context for stuff. But uh, like the minute to minute game stuff is just not it. No, especially with like actual division two on the horizon and stuff like that i'm like yeah i'd rather spend my time somewhere else like yeah. with a better with a better post-apocalyptic on on the ground level type game but yeah it's interesting i would say check out some videos if it, if it kind of piques your interest yeah. and i don't know if anyone out there is planning it let it, us know I'm it has curious. like a kind of a shared world kind of thing right yeah like an online component yeah so we, i read some i was like oh, that's weird <laughs> it's weird yeah. yeah and it doesn't really explain it at least it didn't explain it to me but uh, heather told me like we were we encountered a dead body and it was like outlined in purple mm-hmm. she's like, yeah that's where another player has died so whenever i guess you see oh, those okay. kind of things i don't know if they're like so it's like a um what's it dark souls yeah dark of. souls yeah yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so i don't know if it's like that exact spot is where they died but it also could be like a visual cue the game is telling you like hey this part's hard right heads up, heads up yeah. this guy died here yeah because uh dark souls would do that uh-huh. sometimes they would give you like the the fake shadows of mm-hmm. someone dying it's like 
I know that's 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 the computer telling me. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. some sus. of the notes are just like too perfect. I'm right. Like, yeah, no, that's that's a GameCube. Yeah, um, that's that's dope. That's, that's interesting game. I can't wait to see like videos about like really funny people. Yeah, you know, playing this game, or even like a like a deconstruct like a long form essay type video of like I love the um, game maker's toolkit. Mm-hmm. So it would be cool even just to see like a, a a segment of one of his videos be like yeah, and then in Left Alive they tried some really cool things because they are kind of doing some interesting things in that game. Um, but not enough to like grab me and hook me. If I was into the frontline missions franchise, maybe I'd be into it, but like, meh. Yeah. Like I would even be into like hearing like a podcast, like yeah. someone breaking down, like uh waypoint. They do a, a new podcast called lore reasons. Oh yeah. And it's yeah. pretty, it's pretty good. They, they did like kingdom hearts this past uh, <laughs> couple months. And, uh, it's just like, I would love to see like that. Like a multi yeah. like I would listen to them like, Oh shit, yeah. that's weird. Those, <laughs> those guys are great. Um, that was it. Yep, that's it. What about you, man? Uh, yeah. So like, uh, I haven't really been able to play a lot of games this week. So like, uh, last night I got home. Like, I was like not drunk, but I was just like, you know, I had <laughs> a little buzz, little buzz. Um, so I was like, let me download some games. Um, <laughs> so I, I went to the 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 uh, PlayStation Store. They're having a sale, right? And they're having a great sale. I gotta check that out. There's Fuck. so much good shit on there. Um, but they had the first thing I saw was uh, Divinity, uh, Divinity Original Sin Two. Mm-hmm. Um. Sounds like a bar. Divinity, original sin of identity. <laughs> Fucking lyrical miracle shit. <laughs> big, right big, pun, yeah. big pun, yeah. Did it in the middle of little, little so divinity. I've been like, this game has been on my radar for a while, but it's just, it's a very daunting game because it's like a hardcore RPG game that has like all these really nuanced systems. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't want to like pull the trigger for like 60 bucks. Yeah, but I was yeah. like, if it ever drops, I'm definitely going to buy it. But this game actually originally came out in like 2017 for PC. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And then it got re-released uh, last year um, for the consoles, mm. like a deluxe edition with all like the, the DLC, DLC and all stuff. Nice. Um, and then it came to like Mac in January, I think. Oh, cool. So if you're interested in this stuff. Um, so I didn't really get to play this morning, but, um, I did like try to create a character and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I need to do some research. I've heard so much about this game that I am also very curious about it, but I, I have that same hesitation like you do where I'm like, Jump am I really me, ready for this? Is it multiplayer? It's multiplayer. It really is? Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> could be our D&D dog. Yeah, well, cause be. I've been like dying for like a, yeah. a D&D esque kind yeah. of game. And this game, like from what I've like read and like, you know, uh, scene and like videos and stuff this kind of has that you can make your own oh, kind of story yeah i'm mad, you know? mad intrigued right now yeah definitely look I, I would definitely look it up but it's only 35 bucks so, and for us this a game this size i think it's kind of it's a little, you know, nice worth little value. Yeah, even if you're not like super into it yeah it couldn't really like hurt you know what i'm saying yeah anybody out there want to play some divinity let us know um yeah i mean like my time now these days i don't know how much i'll be mm. You know, with my new job and stuff. So, like, I don't know how much I'll be paying a lot of games. You but got another job coming up, too. What's that? Division 2. Oh, yeah, true. Exactly. That, and that's another thing. It's like, I, I'm definitely going to want to play more of that than this. But I have it, you know, in the tuck. Yeah, yeah, ready yeah. Ready to roll. Um, <laughs> but I got so scared in the menus, man. Like, I was making a character. I was like, I don't know what any of these. Because they don't really explain anything. And I'm, I'm sure they want you to, like, look it up. Like, oh, what do these passive skills do? And oh. what is this character? Tra- those, like, character traits and abilities. And then they have a race. And then the race also gives them extra abilities. So, like, if you're a dwarf, you can do you're resistant to i don't know nerd shit yeah you know? i know like, that shit what does this mean <laughs> i know some of like the like lore stuff yeah, but like english yeah i don't know a lot of like fantasy like uh tropes and stuff so yeah. um 
this is kind of like exciting for me because yeah. like, I, I want I want to get more into that stuff. Um, and then they have uh, this month uh, the free game on uh, PS. Uh, what's it oh, called? Oh right, PS Plus. PS Plus is uh, Modern Warfare. Shit. Um, COD Modern Warfare Remastered that came out a couple years ago, right? I can't yeah, yeah, it came out. Like, like three years ago. Yeah, it was probably like three years ago. Yeah. Uh, and I booted that up this morning, and I was like, this game is gorgeous. Yeah. It looks really good. Like, Damn, surprisingly good. really good. It's free 99, right? Free 99, can't hurt. Um, and uh, I played, like, the first three missions. Um, and I, I, I stayed on the first mission where they, like, you, they're in the training course. Mm. And I remember doing that, like, me and Suhel used to, oh, like, God. battle. <laughs> to time. To try, yeah, to get the time. So I did it. I did it under, like, 19 seconds. Nice. Which took me, like, 40 tries. You still get a trophy or whatever? You get a trophy, <clears> yeah. <throat> nice. And I was like, damn, I, I'm 100% want to get trophies in this game. Oh, wow. Because it looks really good. It looks like huh. how it did, you know, when my back eyes were adjusted to, you know, back in the day. 720p. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, the... <laughs> Major differences now, though, but playing like COD, um, oh, yeah. Black Ops Four, it's like it's slow. Wow! And it there's no sliding. The jump is weird. Even like huh. the the throwing animation just feels like I was like, oh, this is a different. You know, yeah, I mean, last... it was it was two different companies, but um, you know, just same in the same um, game game franchise. So yeah, uh, it was just very interesting. And huh. then another thing, this game. It's kind of problematic. Yeah, I get. I mean, I don't know if it's problematic, but I felt weird, um, murdering Arabs. Yeah, in like a, <laughs> it was just yeah, like because it's like this really this is first mission, and it I because like the, I guess this game came out four years after nine eleven. Yeah, it's, and it's this true. was all during, um, you know the Afghanistan. And Iraq. That's true, yeah. And when you think about it in that context, it like there's a lot of parallels because it, it seems like in that first like well, the first like um, U.S. military mission, you're just a soldier or whatever, and they're like, oh, the this group, this terrorist group, has taken over the city, just like the Taliban did in uh, in Iraq, and it was just like <laughs> it just it just made me feel weird. I was like, oh shit, yeah, this is icky. Definitely a product of its time. Yeah, one hundred percent. It seemed like a, it seems like a commercial almost. Yeah, like, I was like, yeah. Ooh, I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, yeah. But and then I just fucking mowed down computer fucking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. just went for it. It's, it's like I know I, I you don't want to think too hard about that stuff, but you have. But still, like, it's yeah. kind of hard not to. Totally. Um. So I, it's just one of those things. So like, if you're, um, you know, like me, and you might, you know, feel a little conflicted, I would, you know, definitely like keep that in mind yeah just keep that yeah. in mind it, it makes me think about I, there's an idea i've had in my head for a while now about maybe i'll make a video on this one day mm-hmm. maybe even soon but like <clears throat> games are definitely products of their time much like a lot of pop culture is right sure. especially entertainment but like with games in particular a, a lot of what we do in games are like the most one of the most basic interactions is like push a button something over there happens right, right? and that usually translates into a gun like here's a gun in your hands and it's like it's not that it's easy but it's definitely a proven formula right mm-hmm. and like that setting or that mechanic can be put into different settings and those settings are often like reflections of what's going on in the real world right. so like right now in particular like we have so many post apocalyptic games and you know as much as i we we i'm still going to always give shit to ubisoft for being like yeah the division 2 is not political man it's not <laughs> so, political bro so dumb yeah and then they release like a like a promotional thing Take of like the city back <sighs> but like even the uh, 
even the what's it? I mean, it's, and it's also like influenced by Tom Clancy, which has yeah. always been extremely oh, political. One hundred percent. The dipped in po- uh, <laughs> politics, politics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, and they had that like letter go out of like the the fake letter from the Mexican pres- president to the United States president, being like, "We have to close the border. There are too many refugees coming from the United States." And it's like, "Huh, that's interesting. What an interesting you know yeah. thing to Concept. consider." Yeah. yeah. But um, so then, yeah, if you think about all the post-apocalyptic things we have, right? We have like Metro Exodus, The Division 2, uh, Far Cry New Dawn, uh, Days Gone. Um, there's, there's a few that I'm missing. Uh, to an extent, Left Anthem. Left Alive. Left Alive, yeah. <laughs> so many games that are dealing with this thing. that, And it's like, it's a thing that is kind of on, on a lot of people's minds, especially with like climate change and shit. Like, you know, we have 12 years or whatever to change this shit or else like we might be living in fucking division world. Yeah. Um, Metro. Or Metro, yeah. Underground and shit. <clears throat> so I'm always thinking about that and like how we perceive those things like 10, 20 years from now and we look yeah. back and we go, oh yeah, that was totally a, uh, a reflection of oh. this policy or this thing happening yeah. at the moment. It's crazy. Uh, what is it? What's the saying? I guess like art reflects. Art imitates life. Art imitates life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... Uh, it's true, man. It's weird. It, but it, it was just such a weird reflection this morning. I was like, wow, that's rough. That's interesting, though. Like, you, you can like now comfortably look at like 10 years or 15 years ago. I was watching uh, the 2000s. Yeah, that's so good. And the, yeah, that CNN um, documentary series. Um, and like one of the like the second or third episodes, of, like all the political stuff. And the major thing in the 2000s, of course, was like 9-11 and the aftermath of that. And like the Bush reign and stuff like that. And it just... It just seems like it just seems so like perfect and parallel to what I was playing. I was like, oh wow, I just learned about all this shit. Yeah, you know, like not, not that I, you know, I learned the nuances of what happened. And same, same, same. How much you know, how much one thing can be skewed, and you know, and the the, the cogs and the wheels just kind of are there and yeah, used and abused, yep. thrown out. You know, like yeah, I watched that thing too, and I like, I mean, I lived, we lived through it, right? Right. But, but at the time, a lot of that happened when we were still teenagers and I, I wasn't paying as much attention as I probably should have right? right but like watching that stuff now in hindsight and getting a chance to like sit down and with with hindsight you know like mm-hmm. look at the events and how they unfolded and especially after watching something like Vice, Vice. If you get a, have yeah. you seen Vice yeah, yeah it's, cool. it's wild oh we watched it, yeah, we watched we watched it again um, it's wild to like get a different peek inside of it like mm-hmm. from the inside out almost and deconstructed and now that we didn't have all these facts and like it's so wild to to you know yeah dissect that it's kind of like heartbreaking because it's like you it's like when you watch a movie like uh like a carlito's way or something like that and you you know the ending you've watched this movie a hundred times you're like just do something different nope (laughs) you know so when you when you see your you know your home country like do these like things and you know be perceived also like they're bad people yeah. you know you you can be on the wrong side of history at any moment totally so. man totally yeah but yeah. It, it, was, it was just interesting man and then um also <laughs> back to games um i downloaded a uh, hitman a couple like a week ago and all the like dlc hitman no subtitle the, the new, first the new one. one yeah yeah, yeah. the uh, yeah the one from a couple years ago yeah uh and that game is good it's so good, that man. That game is fucking good, man. So I should have bought it a long time ago. Yeah. I, I played that, uh, the Italy level, like, probably a million times. So good. It's such a good game, It's man. so much fun. That, uh, that runway. Oh, uh, my God. That's, like, that's Kruger. Probably, yeah. Helmut Kruger. Um, and just, like, the cool thing about, uh, the, these, these new Hitman games, they, they reinvent the way you see the levels that you know. Yeah. So you get so used to doing the thing, taking out the guy. 
that's the straight up mission. Now they do the ex- escalations where they're yeah. like, all right, now you got to do it with a rubber duck, <laughs> and you know, and you have to kill all these other people now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then they have like a one where it's like a virus mode, so you have to like kill the host. There's two hosts. You have to kill them because if they contact, like literally in the game, they'll walk next to somebody and then they give them the virus, and you ha- end up having to kill like twenty three oh, people. <laughs> so it's it's pretty wild, man. That's crazy. It's really fun. Uh, this game I recommend. Yeah, like yeah, it, it's just it's really good, and it's, I think it's free right now. So oh god, yeah, yeah no brainer. It's man. a no brainer. Like, and they have like all the DLC, and I think I might get two as well. Yeah. Just, yeah. just, I might just buy it. So. I didn't play too, but I, I heard nothing but great things about it. Yeah, they they refined some stuff, and nice. you know, ugh, man, Good Hitman has been a great series. Actually, Hitman was the first dual stick analog game I played, like with um, oh, interesting. You know the, you know, yeah, like uh, movement and then yeah, looking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I've only ever watched people play, it, especially on our streams, and I I loved sitting in on hitman streams because it's like anything can happen it's like this weird sandbox full of shit and it yeah it so lets good. it lets you explore and see what like what people's brains get into and like how creative people get right it's like how we see the same thing but we see like we perceive it completely different totally man yeah, totally so, such a good game great game all right cool jumping into the news this week uh i had to pick this story just because i'm mm-hmm. extremely excited about it but that game originally and i think it was revealed as Judge Eyes. It might still be called Judge Eyes in Japan, but they changed the official name to Judgment. Great. Yeah, it looks amazing. It's it's from the people who make the Yakuza series. Uh, they announced a Western release date for North America, so it'll be coming to us on June 25th. Uh, digital pre-orders start on the PSN store. At, on Actually, they already started, so this was earlier this week. But um, and all pre-orders will get uh, early access on or early access to the game, not actually early access, but on Ju- on June twenty first. So that's exciting because I'm super super pumped for this game. I love the Yakuza series, and I will follow those people into hell <laughs> if th- that meant. Th- is this taking place around the same story? No, I don't think so. No. I think it's like a, an, an original story. It would be cool if it was like tied somehow to like the Yakuza cinematic universe. It, it takes place in like like Japan. Like, yeah, it's it takes like, place okay, Japan. So it would be like, cool if that was the case. That would be cool. Uh, actually, my coworker Tim put up a really dope video of like translate because he already has it on his oh, really? Japanese PSN oh, account. Okay, gotcha. And uh, he like has a really dope uh, video about you know what it's inspired by, like mm-hmm. why they chose specific actors who have been previously in similar series so it's a it's a very like genre uh focused and it's very much like yakuza it's Mm -hmm. like you go around you solve mysteries and you beat the shit out of people (laughs) and it's like oh this this sounds great that's awesome i like yeah when i heard about like the spin like you're like this ex-lawyer like private but you're also a lawyer still yeah yeah it's like i'm gonna beat you with justice and then take pictures of cats it's like oh (laughs) this is fucking weird man i I love it give me all these games that reminds me i still have to go and finish yakuza 6 but i'm really really excited and i guess speaking of it's like in a very similar vein speaking of its predecessor shenmue 3 box art is official and uh it's kind of interesting very bland i don't know if you got a chance to check this out but it's just like the two of them on the cover with like what appears to be like fire and weird dragon stuff behind them uh, it looks very bland, but also like video game covers. Hello. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it just looks like a, a Dreamcast game. It does, yeah. Like it's ge- like they're gearing this to the people that yeah love this game, like me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They like Cameron. You want this? You, you want this? <laughs> it's like they found the ground. Like yo, yeah. You want this? You dude? want this? You want to be oh. back in sixth grade? Yeah, I'll play this. Huh? Yeah, you yeah, want yeah, memories? <laughs> Nostalgia, please. Yeah, Cam. It's like uh, you ever seen the South Park, the the member berries or whatever. That's oh called? yeah, you remember? Yeah. You remember, <laughs> remember Shimu? <laughs> member? Uh man, that's that's wild. We're getting some weird, 
pops in here. Hopefully, it doesn't yeah. show up in the in the uh, recording. But we apologize in advance. Yeah. Um. But yeah. And then the next story is one that I'm actually really excited about and really intrigued by, especially since I'm already I already have this slot taken up by one particular game. But Battlefield Five Firestorm trailer leaked. Apparently, this was a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why people are kind of because it could be a hoax, right? It's possible this could be fake, but um, there it, it is narrated by. I'm taking this from what is this MP1ST? I guess MPFirst.com. Um, there is the it's narrated by the voice of the father of Battlefield, Lars Gustafsson. Um, he has that. He, you've heard his voice in previous multiplayer games, or like whenever they like reveal a mode or whatever, he explains mm. how the, the mode works. But they really, there's a video that leaked of like the firestorm thing. You can see the the wall the of wall fire and like destroying buildings. It actually looks really impressive. But um, they showed off a couple of the mechanics, like yeah, pick up backpacks for more entry for more inventory slots. Um, here are the like different tiers of weapons. It just explains the bro- the battle royale formula. Like we're, we're kind of like yeah, we get it. But in this in the video, it's like you can play it. You can get in a tank and you can get in this weird 1942 helicopter. Like yeah, okay, whatever. Like suspend sure. your disbelief. Um, but it does look pretty interesting. I am curious though, if uh, you know. At this point, is it a little too late? Is it too little too late? Or is there a chance for it to overtake Apex? I mean, I want that, you know, that little clip of Monique saying, like, I would like to see it. <laughs> like, that's, I just want to see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not going to say, I do have a hunch that it is a little too late. Like, Apex is, Apex and Fortnite are, like, that the, the dueling dragons. And, like, yeah. I don't know if there's room for a tiger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, man. I don't know if there's, like... I, I mean, I would want it. Like, yeah, nah, I'd like to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. I'm also torn because, like, I don't know at this point, unless it's on sale again, I don't know at one point I will buy it on PS4 because I already have it on PC. Right, yeah. So off jump, I already have to, like, find a new group of people to play with if I do yeah. get it on PC or if I get it on PS4 because then I have to, like, you know, petition my friends to get it or whatever. And again, like we said, like Apex is free. My friends are already pretty happy with Black Ops 4, which is like a fine game. It's perfect. It's a great game. Yeah. Um, it's going to be hard to sell another shooter in like in a market right now that's so saturated in really excellent shooters. And right now, I mean, Battlefield has been struggling since this launch yeah. to find its core audience. And like, I don't know if they're like catering to them or new people or whatever. Yeah. Um, so they've been struggling. I think it would be cool if they did the blackout thing where, like, give it to us for a weekend. Oh. Or they make it free to play. That's what I'm saying. Or make that Shit. part free to play. Just, like, you know, a la carte it, you know. That would be smart. I don't know. Like, it could work. I don't know, you know, yeah. if that affects their bottom line. Because I'm, I'm sure they're banking on this to sell more copies of the copies game. Copies of the actual Battlefield game. But for me... I don't know if I would want that right now. Right. You know, like, but if, but if it were free to play, oh yeah, you 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 jump in. I'm jumping in. Yeah, just to check it out. Just check it out. Weird. I think that that would be the smart move, but I don't. We'll see how it plays out. It's going to be interesting. Um, And then our final story is, yeah, Sonic uh, (laughs) probably looks like this in the movies. So earlier in the week, there was some like it was weird. There was this doc or whatever by some company. I think it was like some weird. Uh, consulting agency or something that like kind of gave us a potential sneak peek into the way Sonic might look in the movie coming up and he still has that like weird superhuman like anthropomorphic body but his face is kind of weird too like it's something off about it man something real off about this 
this new Sonic version that like it's so weird. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> but seeing the internet too long. Man. Yeah, like it's super realistic, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. But also, like I'm kind of holding out hope because I don't know. A part of me was extremely skeptical, and I still am skeptical to a degree about like Detective Pikachu, for example. Mm. Like I don't love the fact that he's extremely fuzzy. I, I always envisioned like Pikachu to have like almost like chihuahua fur you know what i mean like that super <laughs> short hair like rodent fur oh man that's and funny he he looks a little too like furry for me but yeah he had more rat fur yeah yeah like more rat fur yeah. uh, like a chihuahua <laughs> uh, so um yeah i'm not sure how i feel about it well, how do you feel about this weird ass sonic i mean it, it just looks really weird it makes me very uncomfortable he's like yeah. too muscular like too athletic looking and i know that's yeah. what they're going for like because obviously if we would have to make uh you know, a rodent that can run really fast. It would have to be athletic. Yeah, I guess so. Like, I don't... Are hedgehogs fast? Not really, I don't right? think so. No. They're cute and, like, little... That's what I was thinking. Like, why are we... I don't know. It's like if, if they released a Mario animated movie and he was, like... He looked like a JoJo character or something. It's like, that would be kind of dope, actually. <laughs> actually, yeah, I watched that. That would be kind of dope. I, I mean, John uh, Leguizamo was... That's true, Luigi. Luigi. He was Luigi. Luigi, you good? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this looks really weird. And to your other point, I'm all in on Detective Pikachu. Same. I'm all in. I think it looks silly as heck. And I, I want to watch that shit. I want it, like, today. Give me that shit yeah, now. I'll, I'll probably go see that, like, oh, yeah. the first week it comes out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some... Uh, I'll probably see a matinee by myself, have a nice cry. Yep. You know? Get some popcorn, some popcorn. at, like, 9 in the morning. That big-ass drink. Get a yes, coffee. Yes, I'll take the medium. <laughs> yeah. That's gross. Coffee and popcorn. Uh, no, yeah, I definitely want to watch that too. I'm, I'm super pumped for that. All right, I, I say we do no break. Okay, and yeah, we just jump right into the rest of the fuck show. It. Fuck it. Um, oh shit! Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I guess we're jumping right into feeling. Again. Yeah. We don't have is, any questions this week, unfortunately. This is the right. end. Do you have a question? Do I have a question? Not really. <laughs> not, not, not yeah. Really. Nothing I can think of. Um, I was thinking of something earlier, and I can't—I can't remember now what it was. It Actually, was kind of off topic. We, we never really—we didn't really talk about Captain Marvel. Okay. Are you interested in Captain Marvel? Yeah, I'm, I want to. I'm pretty it. interested in that. Yeah. Um, I like the character a lot. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> Sorry, listeners. <laughs> I just got punched in the face. Um, yeah, I like the character a lot, um, and I love the Marvel movies. So I'm eventually gonna get to the theories and see that. I just don't ever yeah. see it like day of whatever. Yes, yeah, it's just—it's just tragic how you know weird people are yeah that's kind of a bummer you know like the depressing shit about like the the rotten tomato shit but again fuck it fuck right right see the movie make up your own damn mind your own mind my my thing was like so it looks good to you it it looks good go see it i've never cared about so first of all there are many reasons why a a service like rotten tomatoes and even metacritic are bullshit Mm -hmm. it's like make up like you know read the reviews get people's takes but then also, if you're that interested in it, give it a shot. Like, go watch it for yourself. Like, yeah. I heard so many mixed things about Alita Battle Angel, even Crackdown 3. And two things that I really enjoyed and had fun with. Right. Um, so, like, there are times... We just did a viewpoints about, you know, not calling things guilty pleasures. Because, like, Tim... Oh, yeah. I, I hate when people ask us those questions. Like, yeah. I'm like... It's not... I'm not ashamed, I'm not ashamed of, of it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, it's not like, you know, like Tim points out in the video, because it was kind of like, we, we talked about it in the office and mm-hmm. we decided to like, hey, why don't we just sit down and make a viewpoints about it? Because it's a thing that sparked natural discussion. Let's talk about it in real life. And he he had put it in his videos too about like this uh, Pauline Kael. She was a critic in like the 60s. And she made this really like... Um, 
super famous gets quoted all the time art uh, opinion like a what is it called like a an essay mm-hmm. about you know appreciating trash and like trash as in like those kind of popcorn entertaining movies um and there, there are like i mean i highly recommend it if you want to give it a read it's like it she references a bunch of movies from the 60s and the 50s and like you might kind of they might go over your head but like the main points her main points still really hold and ring true um but it made me think about like yeah like i i think part of the problem especially with games and, and i guess to an extent movies but with games in particular because this is a video game show mm-hmm. um i think i've talked about it before like so much of our previous like so much of what we absorbed growing up especially within games media was like should you buy it we even did it at one point like should you buy it yeah buy it yeah and it's like more like consumer reviews it's like a laptop review or something like hey i want these headphones let me let, let me see if i let me read yeah, the review and see if it's worth report. Yeah, yeah consumer report type shit yeah. and it's like we have to i guess you have to kind of like know what you're reading what you're getting into before you because if you're reading a, a specific review from a specific site it's going to give you a score and it's going to give you like a thing but if you're like genuinely intrigued by that person's take on the mechanics and the story and the things like like read those things if you're interested in it also like make up your own fucking mind like don't don't cry about it in the comments like it's even like the tetris 99 review i had people were like coming at my neck for i don't know maybe dissuading people for maybe checking it out but but i was also like hey check out the game it's exciting it's fun but like it's just not for me long term like i had fun with it but i'm not gonna play it for a long time and i haven't um so yeah, it's interesting. Like with Cap- in Captain Marvel's case, like I'm super intrigued by this movie, and I I've heard good things about it though. I've heard some pretty good things about it. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, what really are are there any really really bad Marvel films except for the second Thor? I'm about to say Thor two. Yeah, I haven't even watched Thor two. It's not good. Yeah, but I mean, it's again there is it's fucking comic books on screen. You right. can't lose. Yeah. Sam Jackson's in this. He's young too. Brie Larson's fine ass is in this. <laughs> uh, who else? I don't know who else is in it. I'm I'm assuming Tony Stark will show up. Maybe. Maybe. Say so, hey, is what's he still up? In space. I'm younger know. now because it's the '90s. This the stingers at the end. How do you not want to go see these movies? You know what you're getting into. It's all right. You know what you're getting into. It's like if I, you know if I'm like, hey, you want to go to fucking McDonald's? Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. I Obviously, want some, I want to go to McDonald's. Surprise, yeah. I, I don't, I, yeah. I've never really kind of been like that. I mean, I I do like to read reviews and uh, like you know some of them you get some insight on them. But again, those are just to kind of get you to you know see if like oh I like that type of thing. Let me go see. Or I've read this person's reviews and they were you know pretty you know close to what I felt towards the end of this. Right. Then you go and see. But I don't. People are fucking weird that like, yeah. you know, they, they do Rotten Tomatoes or even um like the IMDB shit. and Like before watching it. It's like, yeah, it's like, God. yo, just go see it. If it interests you, if the trailer was good, go see it. That's the whole yeah. point. I think most people too, I mean, I think most, <laughs> in, in a lot of ways, like most calm, sensible people will have the sites that they read and watch yeah. and they'll check those things out. And if it's like, oh, you know, so-and-so liked it, but so-and-so didn't. Maybe I'll go make up my mind. Or both of them didn't like it. Maybe I'll go check it out anyway. I'm one of those people, yeah. like, I just try to watch it. And I'm just like, oh, I never really looked at this movie. I know about this movie. Let me just watch it. Right. And I'm like, oh, that was actually pretty good. Yeah, same. Um, and I like I like a lot of trash, too. So I love a lot of trash. And people try to make me feel bad about loving, like, no, um, don't do that. Fast and Furious oh, franchise. No. I'm like, that's these are fucking great. These are the 80s action films this is fucking rambo dog yeah this man. is terminator man like nothing but respect for my president you know what i'm saying 
You know, Hell yeah. Like, that's, uh, <laughs> I don't have family. I have friends. It's great. He's a fucking national treasure, man. Put him in more shit. You ever seen the first Triple X? It's yeah. great. Yeah. The second one's not great. Nope. The third uh, one's not great. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, bo- they're, but they're both fun. entertaining. They're fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I think it's like also part of it, too, is like just knowing what you're getting into. Like, t- Tim has a phrase that I, I always keep in mind of like, just put your good time hat on. Know what you're getting into. For sure. Stop trying to I'm, like... I'm one of those people know. like... Yeah, no, for real. Like, you should have that thing going into... Especially when you're watching movies. Like, don't go in... Expecting. Being the guy in the background when yeah. Superman gets shot in the eye being like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, of co- it's a fucking... It's Superman. Yeah. Why are you putting on your Logic lenses on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Logic lenses should be Logic's new album, <laughs> by the way. Uh, <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but I'm still gonna check it out. I think we may be going on Tuesday, actually, um, just because. Oh, to see uh, during Captain the day or something? No, just at night because it's nice. like uh, I think we're like Stubbs members, so Ooh, it's like cheaper on Tuesdays. Means. AMC Stubbs, dog. It's a good. I deal. like the AMC theaters best. They got nice chairs. They got great chairs. They and got that butter flavoring. They still got the eight dollar matinee. Fire, bro. Fire. So good. Um, all right, cool. So jumping into feeling it for the week. Feeling it is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. I got one. Hit me, man. Uh, so I've been watching a lot of Netflix, uh, and I stumbled across, like in the new tab. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, it is this documentary called Behind the Curve. Have you seen this? No. It's about flat earth society oh and it, it, it uh highlights a couple of people from the community of the flat earthers it's called behind the curve yeah behind that's the curve. good yeah whoever like thought it. of that good on well you. done yeah uh, and these guys just like pretty much just you know interview uh people and like the major figures in the flat earth like i didn't realize like yeah it kind of came out of nowhere in the last like five years or so and it was literally oh two gosh. guys that kind of did it so much stupid shit has come out in the past five years. But, like, this kind of makes me, like, all right. So, we I was talking to, to about, like, I was talking about it with my um with my coworkers. And they were like, oh, that's so, they're so stupid. And I'm like, yes and no. Like, they're not intellectually dumb. No, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, they're not, not like, they, they can do math. and <laughs> which, Like, they can do they shit. They can function. It's yeah. just that they were misguided in certain yeah. ways. And, like, they were disillusioned and, or reillusion to a different thing way of thinking right they, they were mis uh educated uh and wherever that happened right it's like just like i how i feel like i don't necessarily like uh subscribe to any religion right but i don't think that people who yeah. follow religion are dumb per se i was like ah they're a little silly <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry yeah. don't get a bit of that yeah, yeah. um but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it just kind of like opens your eyes to that because it's like these people are like really nice people. Some of them are really cool people. It's right, like, right, right, right. Oh, but why are you? But it's it's kind of absurd. Some of the stuff they they like they jump through loops and hoops and they uh you know come up with every sort of excuse. So they they do this thing where they interview the people from um from the flat Earth like uh world, and then they interview people from uh Caltech, like so uh, uh, astrophysicists and stuff like that, and they're just like. Yeah, like they're fascinated by it, the thought of it too. It's like, right. how could, how did we get here? Like, the flat Earth. Like, when's the last time you thought the flat Earth was flat? Like, when's the first time you heard of flat Earth? It's like when I was a kid when we were talking about it in history. Yeah, like look, like look at these dumbasses thought that the Earth was flat. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like Christopher Columbus times. Like, <laughs> Stupid motherfucker, motherfucker. may have left. Like, you dummy. <laughs> he thought he was an Indian. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> idiot. You. 
India's not that far away. No. Oh my god. Anyway, but it, it's it's fascinating. It's fun. Um, some of it seems a little fit. Like I can't tell who's really into it or not. But it, it's it's really entertaining. I'm check it's that out. Really fun. It's like an hour long. So. I, I watched a video on YouTube about some guy who goes to like a. This might even be in the documentary, but he goes to some like flat earther con, mm-hmm. a convention, and there's like music performances. I mean, there's, of course, there's mad merch, but he's going around like genuinely asking people, like, you know, why do you believe this thing? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of that, like, it's so like these these kind of folks are really interesting to me because it's like it's like you said, it's like they're not they're not stupid. Yeah, they're not stupid. You know, you can make the argument that they are, but right, you know, they're they're not like. In what way are you saying they're stupid? That's right, I mean, right. Like exactly. Their IQ is not low. Right. Like they're, they're they can function, they can right. reason, but exactly. there's something in the in the wiring there is a little mixed exactly. up. Exactly. That's all it is. Because because like their thing is like they always hide behind the wall of like I don't know, you don't know, and that's how we should talk about stuff. Sure, sure. But the thing the I don't know shouldn't have an uh, it shouldn't an be a agenda checkmate. after yeah. that. Right. Like your I don't know should be like. Okay, so... Go find out. Let's go find out. It shouldn't be like, I don't know, man. Checkmate, bro. I don't know, so it has to be that. <laughs> right. Or have like, you seen the Earth from space, bro? No, neither have you. And that's that's and that's <laughs> right. the point. Right. It's like, right, right. you haven't, so why did you come up with this thing that it's a snow globe? Like, right. If you've never seen it from space, so you can definitively say, this is not a globe, but it is a fucking snow globe. You know, yeah. like it's a half circle with a dome on top. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that the sun... And the moon are just lights in the sky. And it, it was funny because, like, this, the main dude, he goes to... I'm going to spoil a little bit. But he goes to... Um, it, this took place in, like, 2017. So he goes to see the um, the eclipse that happened. Right? Oh, right, right. And this is... He's like, if I... You know, when I see it, this is going to be a definitive moment in my life. And he just, like, spun it to, like, back his thing up. He's like... It was obviously a two-dimensional thing. It's like, oh, shit. He saw it with, you know, he saw this beautiful fucking moment that a lot of people will never see. Like, you know, like he he drove thousands of miles to go. And it's just just funny because, like, a lot of people just don't want to know. And it's like this very contrarian thing that a lot of us subscribe to where it's like, we should be curious, but to an extent. Like, it if you're just like disbelieving one thing to just bl- uh, like you're not using your blind faith like i don't I, I don't do math i haven't checked the math on the stars and all that shit but i believe that you know i'm not gonna stop believing it just to believe another far-fetched thing you know what i'm saying right, like, right. <laughs> and, and it's so easy nowadays to right. believe it because like you watch one youtube video and then the algorithm shows you 12 more that mm-hmm. are like that are these really well-made, like with very serious music and people having real discussions. And then you find other people having those discussions and you th- and you think like, oh shit, like this actually has some weight. This, is, this has some sort of traction. Oh man. And, it, and you just fall down that rabbit hole. Even there's further. a couple funny moments where they do some like tests and it just doesn't go their way. <laughs> oh, and it's man. just, it's just really funny to see people like, oh fuck, am I silly? You know? Yeah. Like, I've been, I've been seeing that a lot. I'm going I'm to wait to talk about it a little bit more until I watch the other documentary on HBO that has been kind of going around yeah. about a particular figure. But mm-hmm. I've also been seeing, like, I mean, we, it's it's been in the news a lot, right, about, like, people with all these allegations against them and mm-hmm. and people still, like, and, and again, the allegations aren't new, right? We've, only, we've known about these things for mm-hmm. forever. Uh, but people still, like, adamantly defending these people mm-hmm. and not 
letting their love for their music and their and what they've contributed to like culture go mm. and that's hard right because it happened with cosby and this is like completely a different topic from like flat earthers but i guess to an extent it's it's kind of similar it's yeah it's just your where do you put your priorities priorities and your 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 faith and your emotion right and like you take your it takes it personal totally because like i had a hard time letting go of like the cosby show yeah but, like i'm also thankful that i experienced it as, as a kid but also like i kind of gotta let that go to an extent like it's getting harder and harder to separate these things mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm very curious about watching this documentary in particular this sounds really really it's fun. fun yeah it's it really fun. it's really fun yeah, it's word. frustrating but it's fun word yeah another thing that's frustrating but fun <laughs> is my feeling it and so this is a thing that's it's in it's like eighth season i think and a good friend of mine shout out to nelson <clears throat> he's been telling me for years to watch this show so mm-hmm. it's, it's called veep it's on hbo oh man and i have I've, i watched like the first couple episodes and i like dropped off and i never came back to it because it has a particular rhythm that you have to give it like maybe four or five episodes to get into but we've also been rewatching the office at the same time so we have a big hole in our heart i think like much like everybody else does with the office like i love the office so much i've probably watched it like four or five times at this point but i can watch the office anytime mm-hmm. and it has a particular cadence it has a, a cast of characters that are all fun and you kind of love to hate them and you hate to love them and veep is sort of that but in a different setting with a similar style like handheld documentary style no real um you know people aren't talking to the camera like it's a documentary crew it's just like we're there we're a, we're a fly on the wall right or we're even a fly buzzing around their heads because like, a lot of shaky cam but um each character from the office is kind of represented in a way in veep but it's also this really interesting thing because I, I think it started i'm not sure it's in its eighth season so i guess by that logic it probably started around maybe 2012 2011 or something mm-hmm. like that um so it was like before the mad circus that we live in now yeah so a lot of this stuff seemed like <laughs> that's funny government shutdowns Silly, and like yeah. stupid like you know wars and potential you know things and uh it's funny to watch in hindsight like but with the the knowledge that we have now but it still holds up in its own like vacuum where it's like these things that like they they reference obvious like pre you know um old presidents and mm-hmm. all this other stuff and like real world conflicts and, and things that are inspired by real world events and um it's so freaking genius it's like so you follow vice president selena myers and her sort of um her team mm-hmm. and and their their time like it, as vice president and sort of what happens as you start to slowly see how politics actually kind of works to a degree. It's like, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Also like, you know, uh, how, how, how easy it is to become a hypocrite over there and like sort of fall back on your morals and like go for the political opportunity. And it's really dark. It's, it's super, super dark. It's a very dark comedy. Cause like they, they deal with like things where like a senator dies or something. They're like, Oh, thank God. Now they, they can focus on that. And like, mm-hmm. not you know, a thing that we did or, or a thing that we fucked up with. And, uh, it's, it's genuinely like laugh out loud, funny, but there are also times where you're cringing and you're like, you're kind of disturbed by the things that they say, the things that they do, how they behave, how they manipulate each other. And it's like, that's kind of government yeah. in, in a nutshell. 100%. And, um, it's a good time. So we, we watched it almost like in reverse. Like So the director or the I guess the showrunner of that show also directed a movie recently called The Death of Stalin, which has like a bunch of really cool actors in it. Mm-hmm. And it's very similar in that sense. And we, we didn't really kind of, we weren't very familiar with the the style of it. And so we watched it like it was funny, but it was also very disturbing. It's a very dark, dark movie. But it's also kind of hilarious at the same time. 
and that's veep in a nutshell like veep is a thing where you watch it and there are moments like i said a second ago like you're like laughing out loud like i'm like rolling on the ground and the next moment i'm like oh my god that's fucked up Yeah. yeah so um it's on hbo go um if you have access to it i would say definitely give it a shot especially if you're kind of looking for that office style like bingeable thing each episode's like 30 minutes we'll watch we'll sit down and watch one and it's like f- like two hours later we're like, Fuck, <laughs> damn damn where'd the day go and we still want to keep watching we don't want to stop so um i'd say give it like a few episodes like to kind of like catch you up mm-hmm. and thankfully it starts like right in the middle of her like vice presidency so you're not like campaigning or whatever it's like nope you're right in the thick Just of it, get in it yeah. and they, ha- they all have a history with each other and like there's like there's this one character in particular for anybody who does watch it who's like kind of like my favorite character i have a, f- a couple of favorite characters yeah. but the whole cast is incredible also um you know people you might have seen before people from like arrested development also like you know julianne dreyfus or yeah. what's her name uh julia louise julia, julia louise dreyfus yeah. she's from uh seinfeld uh bunch of other people in there like new faces and old faces but just like oh man like comedic gold man it's like such a such a you know incredible watch yeah i started watching that show like a, a long time ago oh, man. Uh, yeah with the with an ex and uh you know how like someone like watches the show without you and you're just like i can't watch it now yeah, 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 yeah it was one of those uh, days like damn yeah. man but uh yeah, it, like, yeah. It, it it looks like really fun I, would, I definitely had it on my list for a while i would say if you can jump back in even start over because yeah. it's like it's definitely one of those shows where once I'm once I'm done, it's also like exciting for me right now because I'm on halfway through season three okay. and there are eight seasons, so I'm like I have so much so to much catch more, up on. Yeah, and it's one of those shows where like you can kind of jump in at any point, like The Office, mm-hmm. and remember where they left off, like what the previous episode might have been about or whatever. But like each like moment to moment scene is so like full <laughs> of these comedic things that happen where you're like what like, oh my God. it's so good so well written such such a i love that so highly yeah. recommend it um all right cool so before we wrap up the show how can the people find you online uh you can find me on twitter at uh cappy can't lose s-c-a-p-i-c-a-n-t-l-o-s-e um yeah hit me up man dope i'm uh paulie mayo that's p-o-l-i m as in mary a-y-o or mario i'm gonna start saying that oh. m as in mario mario <laughs> or march 10th or march 10th uh <laughs> follow me on twitter or instagram uh, and thank you so much for listening this week if you have any questions or comments please send them to questions at the-optional.com we would love to hear from you please also uh, be sure to subscribe we're on iTunes Google Play Stitcher Anchor and Spotify if you could take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes though even if you're on Windows open up an iTunes window yeah, and just or in your browser hit that review rate and review it please it really helps us out and if you really want to show us a little bit of extra support we have a little uh, supporter button on our Anchor profile. That's anchor.fm slash the optional podcast on a browser window. Give some money, oh. man. Whatever you got. Give us as low as a dollar a month. It's great. It's so good. It helps us out a ton. It's a, it's a little tip jar. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can find the show and share it with your friends. As always, we can be reached on Facebook at, fa- uh, at the optional NYC and Twitter at the optional NYC. Our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. You can find him on Twitter at underscore L-E-V-I-P-A-C-K. So until next time, everyone, have a great week. Salute.